0: Sports Interact, Canada sports book. So it will come down to one game at the Saddle Dome. Hello, everyone. I'm Peter. He is Audi. uh Technology not our friend for uh, the live version of the program. So we are taping a Game 6 reaction video here on Game Over Calgary. Get all of your NHL playoff action at Sports Interaction before the game starts, live in play, or how your favorite player will perform, Canada plays at SIA. Doing it right since 1997 with the most competitive odds. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Head to sportsinteraction.com. Uh, that's sportsinteraction.com/sdpn. 19 years and older. Please play responsibly. Audie, do I have you, sir?
1: You, you have me now. I, I it was a little choppy there, but you, you got me now.
0: Uh, Well, a little choppy would describe the Flames play, at least in the back part of that game. Um, We we will start from the back end and work our way forward. Calgary falls 4-2 at the hands of the Dallas Stars. We are going to a seventh game on Sunday. And a big part of that is how well Dallas played in the third period and how not well Calgary played in the third period. Uh, I guess your thoughts on the final 20 that has Calgary in this winner-take-all situation.
1: Well, funny thing, you know, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit before uh, before we started recording was uh, one of the things I suggested was it was a reverse of the last game, which, you know, obviously uh, in, in game five, Calgary was dominant in that third period. And it, it kind of gave me f- flashes of the find away flames a little bit. They found their way, uh, found their way back there. But this one was different. It was they played, uh, they played well to start and then it progressively got worse. So uh, it was a frustrating you know all they really had to do was find a way to get past Ottinger because everything else was kind of coming into uh, falling into line and uh, they were playing well they were dominant they were hitting they were shooting the puck well they were getting shots and traffic in front but they just couldn't beat Ottinger so it was frustrating to see them kind of take the their foot off the gas I guess you could say and uh, you know obviously it results in them losing this hockey game and and Dallas was the better team tonight I have no no question or no problem saying that they were the better team through 60 minutes and and uh, obviously they win this game but it's a frustrating loss for the flames who started out hot but just couldn't uh couldn't carry it through to a full 60 there's your uh, there's your hockey cliche or bingo hockey cliche bingo you can check that one off right away the f- playing a full 60.
0: <laughs> yeah no for sure and um I-, I thought it really turned like not just um, not, not just in the third period, but after Calgary tied it up at two, it, I, I was expecting like, okay, this one's over now. The, the Flames have got it, they've, they've come back, they've been in control of this game, as you mentioned, and now it is to the moon. And it wasn't. It was... Uh, and again, credit Dallas. All the credit in the world to Dallas, who played a heck of a hockey game in this one. But the Stars just took it to the flames, and from that point on, it felt like Calgary was kind of white-knuckling their way through this game. So I I thought that the big kind of momentum shift, Calgary gets that goal. It's 2-2. Everyone is building a statue for Michael Stone outside of the Saddle Dome. We are are thrilled to pieces with how everything's going, and Dallas is like, eh, we're still pretty good. We're going to shut this one down. I thought it was an incredible response to that second goal from the Dallas Stars that really put them in a position to win this game.
1: Yeah, it's it's easy to say, you know, how bad the Flames played, but I think we also have to give credit where credit's due. The, the Dallas Stars did play themselves a whale of a hockey game. And, you know, I found myself yelling at my TV more than any other game so far in this series. And it was just for the simple fact that, yeah, the Flames were playing bad, but damn, was Dallas ever doing all the right things to you know, take advantage of the little mistakes and capitalize on on miscommunications and stuff in the neutral zone, and 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 getting there. You know, all series Dallas has been able to get bodies in shot shooting lanes and and sticks in passing lanes. And I found tonight the flame it forced the Flames to force more passes into into lanes that were already covered or take shots where there was already a body in front. And I think that was inevitably kind of their demise or their kryptonite tonight was the fact that. They really couldn't get anything done offensively just because of how good Dallas was. So uh, full credits to them for that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Dallas, like, I, I thought a, a pretty complete game. Um, back mm-hmm. on the, the Calgary front, we, we talked about it before, or you mentioned it before, I guess. The The start for the Flames, I thought was great. Um, like, they, they came out and they were in control. They were losing, which is not what you want. Um, hot take, I know. But I, I thought, like, if we were judging this like it was a fight, um, I, I thought the Flames won the first couple periods of this game. I thought they were the better hockey team. And especially in that first period, it was so frustrating. We'll talk about Ottinger in a second. It was so frustrating to see how well they played and how little they were rewarded for that good play.
1: Yeah, and, and that first goal, too, was is one I'm sure Markstrom wants back. That's, that's, a, that's a shot he makes a save on nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of 100, however you want to look at it. He usually makes that save. It was a squeaker through the five hole that I'm sure he wants back. Um, but yeah, it's uh, looking at that first period, man. It was <laughs> it was full force. I thought that I thought for sure that they were just gonna you know go into the intermission there have have you t- have their little pep talk. Take don't take your foot off the gas. Play the same way you played. Play with a little bit more uh, enthusiasm, if you will. But um, I don't know. It just seemed like as they as they you know went through this hockey game they just got less and less of that uh, they they used up all the all the gas in the first period and uh, and let this one slip away it, w- it was frustrating especially like you know as you and I as the as the fan and everybody else as the fans and the consumers of this of this game it was frustrating because we're like damn like this they set the tone i was like this is something i've always wanted from this series was them to set the tone and set the pace early the scoreboard didn't reflect it but they, but they did, and, and they were dominant in that category. But it was just frustrating to see you know, this kind of this step back each period or each intermission. It just seemed like it was one step in, in the opposite direction. So, just a frustrating one for me. It, was, uh, uh, it wasn't a lot of fun to watch this one progress.
0: No, no, it really wasn't. It, it did get kind of, and again, like they, they have that burst, and it's 2 2, and it's okay that they've played better. They are the, the better hockey team, as we've discussed, and our, our frustrations with that. Um, but they they were able to, to come away from this, and now it's tied, and everything's fine. Um, and it, it just it wasn't meant to be. And now, like, I, I don't have the same frustration as I had after a couple of the other losses in this series, where it was missed opportunities and all of this. I, I really do. I, I said this to you in one of the five attempts we had to get this thing going live today. Um I really thought this was more about Dallas winning it than Calgary losing it. Um, I guess the only spot where it was maybe Calgary losing it a bit, I thought Markstrom was just okay. Like you said, that first goal was one that the, the Flames would desperately want him to have back. And I think he would desperately want to have back. And because of that, they were in a, a bit of a hole early. But aside from that, like I, I thought this is, more, this is more a night that's about the Dallas Stars winning than Calgary's any insufficiencies in their game.
1: Uh, I would about to, well, they, you know, they literally did everything right. That first period was kind of a wash. They, they came out with the lead and they were outplayed, which was, you know, that's a perfect storm right there if I've ever seen one. And, um, yeah, I think that they, I don't know, as the game progressed, they got better and the flames got worse. It's it, I agree with you though. Dallas just kind of everything. And, and like I mentioned, like they just kind of figured that they figured the flames out, I think this game and uh, yeah, Markstrom wasn't his best tonight. I don't think uh, Kachuk, I don't even know where he was. Um, who else? Oh, geez. I'd hate to name names, but you know, it's, it's getting to the point now where we're going into a game seven and we're still looking for guys like Kachuk and Tofoli to show up. And and like I mentioned before, I'm not sure if they're playing injured or what the case is there, but it's frustrating because this team, you know, they show flashes all year, and then all of a sudden, when it matters most, we're, we're all of a sudden faced with the game seven. And c- again, kudos to Dallas because they've uh, they've been able to keep up, and it's it's uh, it's been a heck of a series so far. And I'm I'm not looking forward to game seven. I'll tell you that much for free.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, had a bit of an audio issue with you cutting out a bit before there, but it does seem like it's been figured out. So uh, uh, fingers hope so. crossed because uh, th- that's been a frustrating part of this. This
1: has been the story of our night.
0: Man. Um, you mentioned Matthew Kachuk. I thought yes. two-thirds of the top line was really good, but yeah, it, if he wants to show up in a meaningful way in the series, that would be fantastic. Um, he's not even doing the like stupid after-the-whistle stuff anymore. It's just been it's been quiet. I thought this was Gaudreau's maybe best game of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. He's been really good all series. But uh, this was another good night for him. I thought Lindholm was fine, but need more from number 19 if this is a flames team that's going to be playing into next week.
1: And I don't want to put all the blame on him and 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 Tofoli, it's just, you know, those are the guys that you would expect it from, right? This mm. it's 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 the guys that, you know, they don't those aren't traditionally the guys that just get you there and that's it. Like these are the guys that, you know, Tofoli's been there before. He's he's won before. He was there last year. He knows uh he knows what it takes and Kachuk's just a competitor, man. Like he he had himself a heck of a year and mm. And uh, it, it's just it's frustrating because we know what these players are capable of and and what they can do. And, you know, by definition or on paper, however you want to look at it, Matthew Kachuk should be like the perfect playoff guy. Uh, just the way he his, the style of hockey that he plays, the style of game that he plays. But uh, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, now, like I said before, we're faced with the game seven and we still really haven't seen. Much out of him, and much out of Toffoli, and much out of you know other guys too. I'm not putting all the blame on them, but I, now would be a good time to show up, especially in a in a do or die game on uh, on Sunday. So
0: I will say, um, I, I do feel like Toffoli's at least creating. Some yes, stuff. you know, like yes. there's actual, he's, and
1: he's having chances. Like he's, right. he's, he's he's getting his opportunities.
0: Yeah, it's the the puck is going from his stick at least towards the net. The only time we noticed Matthew Kachuk tonight was when Heiskanen was deking him into the fourth row, and that's not when you want to be noticing him. Um, and like sometimes I would get on a, a guy like to fully shop is to score, and so if mm-hmm. you're not doing that, I don't care how much you're creating, but just do it. But Ottinger has been stellar in this series, and again, um, on in Game Six, he he was the star of the show. Pardon the pun, but if if he is even only great this Dallas stars team is eliminated, but he was excellent all night and is the reason why we're going to have another hockey game here in uh, a matter of about 48 hours, because I I thought he was spectacular in this game.
1: He's been spectacular all series. Like he's, he's you could even argue that without them, they're probably not even a playoff team. Uh, the, The he's had himself a whale of a year. He's played great all, all series, the flames, we're going into game seven and I truly don't even think the flames have figured him out yet. Uh, they're, they're able to score. They've won. Obviously they've won three up to this point, but I truly don't think that they've, uh, that they've figured him out. And it's, uh, it's getting to be a little bit too late for that. Now, given that uh, it, it's a one game, do or die or do or go home. So yeah. uh, he's been great. It's, it's, it's great to see from like a hockey lover's perspective, but from a flame side of things, it's like, Holy crap, man. Like, like we can't figure that they, they can't figure this guy out. It's frustrating yeah. as hell, but honestly, it, it, it's a great story. It's uh, I'm loving watching it. I, I hate that. I'm watching it against Calgary. That's right. what I'll, that's what I'll put it for there for, uh, for that. Cause it's, uh, it's been fun, but, well, look, but also I hate it.
0: Right. You look at the two goals that were scored tonight. Um, it, it's a three on one that inexplicably mm-hmm. involves Michael Stone and he scores. And it's a power play one timer. That he stops and it just happens to hit his guy in front of the net and goes in. So they're not beating him clean, no. Ever. And and that's going to be it for for game seven. Is that it needs to be a miserable night for Andre? There needs to be guys in his face all night. Um, I thought Coleman had a couple of good ideas where just try to jam it past him and and
1: Dubé. I would say Dubé yep. too. He had a mm-hmm. couple couple of those where he takes it wide and, and cuts right to the net. But yeah, aside from that, nobody nobody else is really trying. That's uh, trying to. I don't know. It's it's frustrating. It is. It was a frustrating yeah. game.
0: But yeah, you need to, I, I think it's going to be ugly for, for game seven. Um, And I think as many bodies as you can get in there, because we saw on the backwind goal, it's not just like, oh, you can get a screen or you can get a deflection. It's you are drawing someone in there that can create a little bit more havoc as well. Uh, But no, the, the Ottinger part of this should scare the heck out of every Calgary Flames fan because we've seen what happens with hot goaltenders and what they can do. And if that doesn't, if that doesn't work out, then I don't know where this franchise goes. But we, we can go, um, we can go into that maybe after Game Seven. Uh, hopefully not though. Yeah. On, on another part of this, that's a little concerning to me is it does seem like Dallas's offense has woke up a little bit. Like one of the mm-hmm. goals tonight is an empty netter, but that top line, holy crap, were they good? And now Ben and Sagan have entered the group chat, and that that is concerning because if it, we knew this was a one line team going in. If they can get a second line going, oh boy, that's scary.
1: Not no, it's not good. It's it, that's why, like, as much as I want to stay optimistic, like I'm not looking forward at all to a game seven. And I know there's <laughs> so many people on Flames Twitter, and, and I get it, like you want to stay optimistic. We but we've also seen this, uh, seen this 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 play before. And you know, we talk about Jake Ottinger coming into this and how good he's been. Now we talk about a potential second line entering the fold, and 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 it's really scary because this has the this has the makings of of you know I don't want to jinx it or anything or, or speak it into existence, but it truly has the makings of a team that can go on a deep run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have again, pardon the pun, all the stars aligning for them right now, early on, and you know it's easy to get behind a hot goalie. You get a couple lines that are buzzing and, and you get them going early too. And, and that's, you know, we've seen that with, uh, you know, the penguins going back to back. They, they did that. And, and, uh, St. Louis, you know, it's, it's frustrating because this is, it's got the makings for it. The flames just got to be the, uh, the heartbreakers. Cause I, I definitely, I don't know. I wouldn't say that they're the favorites going into game seven, given how they've played uh, so far in this series.
0: Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, I, I do not envy the folks over at Sports Interaction have to come oh, God, no. for this one, or for any of the five game sevens that we have yeah, um, going into uh, going into this weekend, which is going to make for quite the weekend. Again, if you are a, a neutral observer on this one, but I, I would I would suggest that uh, anyone consuming this one probably wouldn't consider themselves that. Um A couple more notes here on the the Calgary front before uh, we put a bow on this one. I, I've taken a couple of. I, I wouldn't consider them digs, but someone else might. Uh, but Michael Stone, holy crap, this was fun. Uh, just to, to see, like, the, the dude was scratched, uh, I forget who had the note, 55 of the last 57 games of the regular season. And I I didn't agree with the move to bring him in. I didn't think this team was a Michael Stone away. But it's, it's just worked. I don't know why, I don't know how, but it's just worked. And we can get into, like, what it means and all of this stuff, but it's just... Guy played his junior hockey in Calgary. Has been such a good soldier for the last half decade in this city, and is now getting some shine. It's just cool.
1: It's great. It's a great story. Like if you don't love Michael Stone, I don't know what's uh, what's wrong with you. But um, it's been a great story, like you said first and foremost. But also just like how good he's been in right. this uh, in this in the games that he's played so far in this playoff, which. I mean, I probably wouldn't have pegged pegged it as uh, you know him him to be the one guy who or the one or two guys who really make a difference or or really uh, you know sh- stand out on on this team in the playoffs. Would have never put my money down on uh, on Michael Stone, but it's a pleasant surprise, I guess. Right. When you're running eleven forward seventy and and, and you know Daryl's been doing that for the past three games, just because how good Michael Stone has been. It's nice. It's nice. And it's nice to see him. You know, he's got a couple points in today's game. It wasn't enough. But uh, I just, I hope that uh, in front of the uh, the Calgary faithful here in game seven, maybe he's got uh, a little more on the tank to help him give a bit of a push there for game seven. But yeah, he's been a real pleasant story and a real pleasant surprise so far. For sure.
0: Well, and there, there is a concern now about the depth on the blue line. Like Tanev, I don't yep. believe finished this game for the play I don't
1: think so. Yeah. And- I forgot about that.
0: For, for that dude to not finish, um, that's oh, he's that, a that is, warrior. Oh, yeah, he's a warrior. This time of year? man. That guy played through ridiculous things in January, so now to not be playing through it, that's that is concerning. Yeah. And also, I don't think it is going to be, but there is a non zero chance that the Zadorov hit on Glenn Denning gets looked at a little bit closer by the league and they may not uh, appreciate it. So now all of a sudden. Th- this luxury item of Michael Stone might become a, a key piece to uh, a game seven for the, the Calgary Flames. And this is, I mean, um, at, at my last job, Rhett talked about this a lot. In 04, they used like 15 defensemen to mm-hmm. to get through that series. This is the Stanley Cup playoffs. This is what happens. And these are the, the depth pieces that you need to step up. And Michael Stone has done that in a, a pretty fantastic way.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's something that a lot of people <laughs> – just looking back at like the trade deadline and, and little pieces that, you, you know, a team picks up. Uh, I don't, I can't recall if the flames picked up more D at the deadline. I don't think they did. I think it was Carpenter and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot, you see a lot of teams stack up on, on, on defensemen and, you know, seventh, eighth defensemen guys that are probably going to, you know, they're not going to play too much, but like then all of a sudden you run into a situation like this, if you're the Calgary flames and, you know, you're already running 70, d for the past three games. So it's, you know, it's going to be a lot more time for Michael Stone, I guess, if uh, if Tanev doesn't play and, and if, or excuse me, if Sadorov doesn't play too, then it's uh, it's a whole different can of worms. But just the importance of it, like, especially, you know, you said Red, Red talked about it. I've heard uh, Willsey talk about it before on, uh, on that as well, about just, you know, people kind of papoo on the idea of carrying so many defensemen in the playoffs. But like now look at this situation, you got two guys who could potentially be out. It's it doesn't hurt to have the extra bodies on the blue line. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, definitely needed. And if this continues, like um, this is a city that like everyone from 4 we know about like the shift of Jerome and yeah. uh, Mika Kiprasov was great. But then after that, this is a city that romanticizes guys like Rhett, to be perfectly honest. And, Uh, Like Mike Commodore and Christoph Oliwa and like the the grit and grind guys um, who who played different roles, who kind of elevated their game at this time of year. If this team is able to go on a long run, um, Michael Stone could be the the unlikely candidate to fall into that scenario. Um, As we mentioned before, a couple of the adjustments going into game seven might be forced upon the Flames. But is there anything else? Like we talked about making life a little bit more difficult for Ottinger. Anything else you want to see different from this team going into game seven? Aside from win.
1: Well, yeah, obviously win. I I I don't know what else you do. I I think Yarncroke has been quite frankly pretty bad all series. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he went something like 0 for 13 in the faceoff dot.